Hi guys, it's Riley, and you're listening to Fanduverse. Hey guys, welcome to episode 8, First Year Housing with an RA. Thank you all so much for listening. I've had an amazing time making episodes, and thank you for allowing me this creative outlet and supporting me on my journey. I am so excited for this next chapter. Finals are finally over and I'm able to do this podcast episode and it's even better because it's for the Vanderbilt class of 2026. So I hope you all enjoy learning a little bit more about what your move-in day is going to be like, dorm life, and a couple of random questions you guys sent me. Thank you all for that. I hope you have a wonderful summer and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so focusing on move-in day questions that were sent in to us first. How should you bring all of your stuff, like in suitcases or boxes? So this, it depends on if you're driving or flying to campus. That will largely determine how you're bringing all of your stuff there. But it doesn't really make a huge difference in the move-in process how you've packaged all your stuff. Um, In terms of keeping stuff in your room, suitcases can take up a ton of unnecessary space because as much as we love our dorms, they are limited and they can be small when you're living with other people. So if possible, you want to try to opt for things that are collapsible, like cardboard boxes or, in my opinion, the moving bags are actually the most effective because they're easiest to carry. They fold up really small and they can store a ton of stuff both in your room and when you're traveling. What do I do if I don't have an able-bodied family member to help me move into my dorm? No worries at all. That is what move crew is for. A big thing on move-in day is that a bunch of upperclassmen come and as soon as you pull up in your car, They unload, they usher all of your stuff up to your dorm without you having to do anything. And all you're responsible for is setting all your stuff up once it all gets to your dorm room. So don't worry if you don't have people to help carry the stuff up the stairs. That is what the rest of the student body is there for. And they'll be well marked. They'll have their matching t-shirts. They'll be cheering for you when you arrive. It's very fun, but no worries if you don't have that assistance coming with you to move in. Yeah, I loved that so much. I didn't know it was going to happen, and so I got out of my car, and they just, like, jumped in and, like, grabbed everything and started taking it up to my room. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, yep. what is that? Rain, rain or shine, the move crew will be there. They will be energized. They've been incentivized by free breakfast. They are excited <laughs> to be there and help you. I heard that certain things are not allowed in the dorms. Could you name some of those things? Some campuses don't allow freshmen to bring personal printers. Is this true for Vandy and why? So the student handbook is a great resource if you have a more specific question. But in general, don't bring anything with exposed flames or heating coils. Things like, you know, toasters, other kitchen appliances are definitely a no. Um, And one big thing that we have to look out for is candles. As much as they can make your dorm look aesthetically pleasing and smell good, don't bring candles. There are much better and safer ways to have a nice, enjoyable scent in your dorm room, but please do not bring anything with a wick. Even if you don't plan to light it, just don't bring Mm. candles. 
And then obviously don't bring any firearms or weapons and don't bring a pet. For mm. some reason that has come up in the past, but unless you have an appropriate accommodation, pets are not allowed in first year dorms. Um, mm. Fish might be the exception, but unless you've cleared that with somebody on campus, don't bring any pets, leave those all at home. Other suggestions are don't bring any major furniture items. All of the provided furniture in the dorm, it's all sufficient and you're not allowed to remove anything from the dorm. So don't bring a different desk chair because then you're gonna have an extra one in your dorm. They're comfortable enough, they'll suffice. You don't need to bring a bed. Don't worry, we have them. So any major <laughs> furniture items aside from maybe a mini fridge, aren't really necessary. There's enough furniture and it would just be taking up extra space in your room. And lastly, to the other part of the question about personal printers, they're strongly discouraged from being held in student rooms because they can degrade the networks, but not to worry. There are printing stations all over campus and in all of our residence halls so you'll always have access to it. You print mobily and then you can go collect your prints from the printer in our lobby. So no need to have a personal printer. There's plenty of access. And if you have more specific questions, the handbook has all of that information for you. Yeah, I got a printer for Christmas before going to college and they said I couldn't bring it. And at first I was like, really? But like, first of all, it would have taken up a whole bunch of space in my dorm. And second of all, it's super easy to just go down to your main lobby and just scan mm -hmm. your phone like when you get your Commodore card and it'll print out for you. So it hasn't really mm -hmm. been an issue. And I found that having paper printouts of things is so rare in college. So many classes are completely virtual. You get every assignment online and you turn everything in online that you, we find that using printers is, is so rare, actually. Yeah. Um, funny enough, one of my professors only accepts hard copy things and made mm. me stay till May 6th to turn in a hard copy of a paper I had finished before May. That's so inconvenient. It was <laughs> that is the anomaly. I might be biased. I am a computer science major. <laughs> well, no, everything else is virtual and it was first semester too, but I was so upset. I was like, I can't even turn it into you like on Brightspace <laughs> or before it just any, he doesn't put any assignments on Brightspace at all Ugh. but I'm home now so it's okay good okay next question if you join a sorority or a fraternity at Vanderbilt do you get to live in that house instead of a freshman dorm on commons so the answer to that is no all first-year students will live in Commons houses for their entire first year on campus. Vandy has a delayed recruitment or rush process. If you want to join Greek life or professional frats or anything like that, that all occurs in the spring at the beginning of spring semester. The timeline varies a little bit depending on which organization you're trying to join, um, but it's all later in the year. For those who do decide to join Greek life, Living in Greek houses is not expected and it's not even the norm. Only six students who are typically junior or senior officers of the organizations end up living in Greek houses. So no first year on, on Vanderbilt's campus will live in a Greek house anytime during their first year. How long does it typically take to move in? 
Move-in day, it can be crazy and overwhelming for a bit. Definitely when you're trying to get your stuff up in your room and the chaos of all of that. But the day calms down a bit once you get time to start setting up your dorm. So the move crew will have all of your stuff in your dorm within a few minutes, but it can take a few hours to get settled if you want to set up your dorm and make it feel like a home. So typically there's an event or two in the evening of move-in for the first year class to start getting to know each other. Um, and you'll have your first floor meeting within the first day or two to learn about the logistics of college and get to know your floor mates. So the, the whole day of move-in can seem like a lot, but most of that time is just you and maybe anyone who you bring to help you move in, maybe your roommate and their move-in assistants setting up your dorm room and then you'll get to meet people that evening. So it kind of is a full day affair, but it's not overwhelming for the full day. Right. Is it easy to make friends once you move in and get settled at Vandy? That's a great question. I think the one most important thing to know is that everyone is in the exact same position that you are. Everyone's here, everyone knows nobody else. So the big thing is to be willing to go to events and talk to people who you haven't met yet. And Riley, I know that we've had different experiences considering COVID policies, but I think we've both been able to find our networks, although it might've been taken different approaches. Yeah. And college can definitely be stressful and overwhelming but it can be incredibly fun and rewarding when you're willing to branch out and meet people and make those new connections. And I'd say particularly within the first few weeks of the semester, things like going to club meetings, first year events, house events, floor events, if I'm being biased, they're all super beneficial to start making connections with people, getting to know them and starting to build your networks a bit. Absolutely. This is a really funny question for me because I needed to be told the answer to this before I came and I was not. So (laughs) do you have to downsize a lot when moving into college? Yes, yes, and yes. Do not overpack. I think it's funny that everyone on this campus, we maybe wear three pairs of shoes on a weekly basis. And for some reason, we all continue to pack at least six to ten pairs. That is so, so true. pack smartly, but don't bring your whole closet. Because the co- closets here will not fit all of your clothes from home. Mm-hmm. Will not fit all of your shoes from home. And you don't need everything. But some suggestions to how to pack smart would be to think about seasonal clothing. Because we do get seasons down here in Nashville. So at some points in the year... You'll be wearing shorts and tank tops and other times full winter coats and hats, but you don't need to bring your full set of winter gloves and beanies down here when you move in. That can be a winter break addition. That can be Thanksgiving. So think about when you move in, what do you need for the first, you know, two months of school? Don't bring your winter coats, but definitely bring rain gear. That is something many people forget about here because it's so nice but we do get a bunch of rain. So rain boots, a rain jacket, and an umbrella are essentials. Don't forget about those. And a a last tip is don't bring any t-shirts. 
any just like common cotton t-shirts that you wear around, you will acquire so many of those within mm-hmm. the first couple weeks. <laughs> Don't bring any. That is actually really good advice because that's that's so true. I've gotten so many shirts and I don't even wear the ones that I had originally brought. So yeah, that's a they really just good... pile up. They sit in a drawer somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and drawer space is prime real estate. So yeah, pack smartly. Okay, so now we're gonna transition into some dorm questions that we received. So are the dorms air-conditioned, all the dorms co-ed? So all residential houses on commons have air conditioning, have heating, and depending on the building that you're in, depending on the house that you're placed in, you might have control over the temperature in your individual room, or you might not, but all houses do have full air conditioning and heating, not to worry. The temperature of rooms can vary a bit from season to season, Um, So it's always helpful to have some extra layers and maybe a fan, but nothing too harsh in either direction. In terms of dorms being co-ed, first-year houses are co-ed. So, for example, I am an RA in Murray House, and we have, let's see, two co-ed floors, two all-male floors, and one all-female floor. But that's just one example of the 10 commons houses but they'll all be kind of similar to that. You'll have single gendered floors and some co-ed floors, depending on what house you're in. Can I live in a single as a freshman? There are some instances where first years live in singles, but almost everyone in the first year class will live in a traditional double their first year. And there are some instances where you'll be in a triple. But this all depends on the breakdown of the freshman class, how many people there are, and the demographics. And you generally don't have control over what type of room you're placed in. Um, If you have a particular accommodation, Vanderbilt obviously will honor that and put you where you need to be. But do not assume nor request to be in a single if you don't have a particular accommodation to be so. But don't worry, all of our dorms are incredible. We love them all equally, and you will have just as wonderful of a time in your traditional double as you might think you would in a single. Right. I was put in a triple randomly, and at first it was very overwhelming for me because I've never lived with two other people in a tiny Mm -hmm. room before, but I think it was the best thing for me because I made a lot of friends. We formed like a really good bond. And I think it just helps to get you to branch out your freshman year. Yeah, learning how to coexist with people is definitely a struggle that a lot of first years face. But it's also such a valuable skill, like you were saying. And you get some sort of built-in support network, even if they might not end up being your best friends. Don't go Mm -hmm. in with the assumption that your roommate or roommates will be your best friends. But if you can Mm -hmm. learn to coexist, that's, that's all you want. That's the baseline. What is all in a dorm? Is there a laundry in every building? I also heard there's a service for students where Vanderbilt does your laundry. Could you elaborate more on that? Are there places to study in the houses? We, we love our, our commons houses. So all commons houses have study spaces. Depending on your house, you might have a study space on every floor 
or there just might be some shared study spaces, whether that's in the lobby or in the basement. Depends on how big the house is too. Our commons houses vary in size, so it's very dependent on how how many students live in the house and what the what the needs are for that size of the student body. There is laundry all across commons. There, it's not in every house, but every student who lives on commons has close access to laundry, whether that is in their house or in a nearby house. You won't need to walk um, more than a couple yards to get to wherever your laundry system is. Um, it's in most buildings in the basement and it is absolutely free for students to use. Now Vanderbilt does have a service where you can send your laundry and that is very convenient for some people, but almost all first years find that the laundry in their buildings is completely sufficient for them and actually the most convenient option. Laundry is not a tough adulting skill to learn, so it's a good time to learn it. We will not judge you if you've never done laundry before and we will teach you how to do it properly. Uh, and then also in the houses, there are music practice rooms that can be used by anyone, even if you're not a music major. And there is a faculty head that lives in our house that has their own apartment. So you'll get to meet your faculty head. They're very involved in the house community. They'll host events sometimes. You might even get to spend time in their apartment when they host speakers or host dinners or anything like that. What is the bathroom situation? Are they communal or do we get our own or do we share one with another dorm room? Also, are there gender neutral bathrooms? So first year houses almost exclusively with their traditional double and triple rooms have communal bathrooms in the halls. Now there are some singles in specific houses that have bathrooms um, or shared bathrooms for those who have proper accommodations to have their own bathroom or to have a, a bathroom shared with one other person, but that's in very rare instances. Um, there are gender neutral bathrooms in all the houses, but the showers are all in gendered bathrooms, typically sanctioned off from the rest of the bathroom. Yeah, I live in Hank, which is one of the bigger, well, I used to live in Hank. I'm a rising sophomore. So basically, Wild. I know it's crazy. It went by so fast, but um the bathrooms are actually pretty nice, especially the gender neutral ones because they lock. The stalls lock and so do the showers. So the staff clean them every day, um, sometime in the morning. And so they're pretty nice, I would say. And it has great water pressure. Yes. Like, surprisingly. <laughs> Amazing There's water There's hot pressure. water always. Yes. It's wonderful. You get used to it very quickly. How safe is campus at night? Are there safe options for students when needing to walk back to their dorms late at night? Vanderbilt does have several different measures in place to ensure that everyone walking around on campus at night feels safe. So for example, um, obviously they have the blue light system, which if you haven't heard about this, it's pretty common on college campuses where anywhere on campus, you should be able to see or spot a blue light which basically alerts emergency personnel to your location in case of an emergency, um, and they respond very quickly to that location. And additionally, we have a van that runs around campus, a shuttle service that runs at night called the Vandy Van, and you can track where the, the van is, their stops. That's very convenient for trying to get across campus from kind of larger distances when, you're late, when it's late at night. And there's also a service called a virtual walk home, 
where a community service officer or a VUPD officer will track your location using the Vandy Safe app. And you, once you get home, you say, I made it home, and they track that in their system and make sure that you've made it there unharmed. Awesome. I did not know about that last feature. Mm -hmm. I've had several friends use it and it gives a nice reassurance that someone is watching you all the way home who Mm -hmm. can alert anyone in case of anything that happens. There's also like the CSO officers at Vanderbilt. I think that they've grown a little bit tired of me and annoyed, but (laughs) a lot of the times I'll be like, with my friends and we're out in like one of their dorms playing board games or something to like 4am and the Vandy van stopped running at 1am. So I just called, you can look up Vanderbilt CSO officer and just be like, Hey, the Vandy van stopped running. Could one of you pick me up? And they have really nice hybrid cars that heat really well. It's just a really nice feature. They also offer rides if you ever have to go to the UMC of the emergency room or anything like that. They'll give you rides from there back to Condon's as well. Okay, and our last question, can freshmen have cars on campus? What is the parking situation near campus? First years, can't have cars. You don't need one. Don't bring one. Parking around campus can get a little bit complicated, but first years, you don't need a car on campus. Vanderbilt is very walkable. We're close to a bunch of restaurants all within walkable distance. There is no need to secretly take your car to campus and try to move it around to trick the university into thinking that you don't have a car on campus. (laughs) You, You don't need one. Don't bring one. Yeah. You get very used to the walking. I give some tours for an organization called Vanderbilt Door for a Day. And Mm -hmm. it's so funny how my prospective students will be like, this is a lot of walking. They'll always say that. Like one of them always (laughs) says it when we're and I'm like, really? But it's like we've only walked from like Commons to Maine or something. And I'm like, I go from Commons to Maine and then back like back and forth like five different times um, because I'm doing something here another like throughout the day, but it's so funny. You get so used to it and it's Mm -hmm. the way I get my exercise, so. Campus really isn't as big as we think it is. I always tell my residents, you can get anywhere on campus in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I think that is very true, regardless of where you are on campus. Maybe from Blair, it it might be a hustle, but Mm -hmm. Once you get used to the shortcuts and where you have to go between classes, it does not feel like a far walk at all. Right. Well, wow, you did such a good job. Thank you so much for um, being on this podcast and dedicating your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to welcome in the new class in the fall. So maybe some of you will be in Murray. For more information, updates, and ways to get involved, you can follow at Vandyverse Podcast on Instagram. <laughs>